On this Christmas morning, it is a privilege to welcome you to the Virginia group of parishes made up of four churches, Billis, Killincare, Lurgan and Monterconnet. This service is from Lurgan Parish Church, right in the heart of Virginia Town in County Cavan. It's lovely too to have Bishop Farron alongside as he comes and leads and shares a Christmas message with us. Happy Christmas to you, Bishop. Very happy Christmas to you, Craig, and to everyone. Everything that you need for this service will be on the screen. I hope that enables everybody to join in in the fullest sense. So we come to the opening section of this service of Holy Communion. With eyes wide open and our ears on edge, we look for shepherds and listen for the song of angels. With Jupiter and Saturn aligning and the Christmas star lighting the way, we gather outside the door of a mystery, wondering if we dare go enter. With folks and friends we love, thinking about those we cannot see and miss, we gather, becoming the holy family for this time and in this place. We join together in that great call of faith to gather together, O come all ye faithful.
stress and indeed separation, we must remember and confess how we dampen the spirits of others, speak hurtful words to those we love, and turn our backs on those in need. So join me as we pray together. And we join together in these familiar words of the confession. Almighty God, our Heavenly Father, we have sinned in thought and word and deed, and of what we have left undone. We are truly sorry, and we humbly repent. For the sake of your Son, Jesus Christ, have mercy on us and forgive us, that we may walk in newness of life to the glory of your name. Amen. Born that day was grace for the broken and bereft. Born that day was hope for the vulnerable and the forgotten. Born that day was love for us all. Thanks be to God, we are forgiven. We will go to tell others of all that we have seen, heard, experienced and know. Amen. And the Christmas Collect. Almighty God, you've given us your only begotten Son to take our nature upon him and as of this time to be born of a pure virgin. Grant that we, who have been born again and made your children by adoption and grace, may daily be renewed by your Holy Spirit through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. And the bishop is going to read us the Christmas reading. The Holy Gospel is written in the Gospel according to St. Luke in the second chapter, beginning to read at the first verse. In those days, Caesar Augustus issued a decree that a census should be taken for the entire Roman world. This was the first census which took place when Quirinius was governor of Syria. Everyone went to his own town to register. So Joseph also went up from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judea, to the town of Bethlehem, the town of David, because he belonged to the house of Judah and of David. And he went there to register with Mary, who was pledged in marriage to him and was expecting a child. While they were there, the time came for the baby to be delivered and to be born, and she gave birth to her firstborn, a son. And she wrapped him in cloths and placed him in a manger, because there was no guest room available for them. This is the Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Well, Bishop, just as Mary and Joseph went on a journey, you and I are going to go on a little journey outside now. If you've been around Virginia, supported by the community, we put 52 Christmas trees into the church grounds, all decorated by groups and members and organizations right across this community to raise some money, but more importantly, to bring the community together. And at night, the 52 trees just after 4.30 start to light up, and it is something beautiful. But as we go outside, the Avenue of Light, as we call it, it leads somewhere. It leads up to the top of the avenue in the church grounds in Virginia, and the uh, local scout group put in a life-size crib there. And so for us as Christians, of course, the light always leads to the Christ child, to the crib. So you and I are going to go on a journey outside Bishop, 
and you're going to address us from the crib. Let's go. Let's go. It's beginning to look like Christmas. One of the signs that Christmas is on its way are cribs. Cribs like this one here would show the family scene of Christmas. And I'm speaking to you this morning from Virginia Church. Uh, well, this wonderful crib has been set up on the, the avenue that stretches uh, down into the heart of the town of Virginia. And as I'm speaking to you, there are people walking among the Christmas trees which have been set up as a community effort to try and focus on the real meaning of Christmas. This is a very public scene and yet in the first Christmas the scene was a very private and intimate scene. Only a few people knew about the coming of God to earth in Jesus. Who knew? Well they're here aren't they? Mary and Joseph, the shepherds, the angel, and the wise men. They were in the know, just a few people, of what God was going to do in sending his son to the world at Christmas. Let's think of them in these few moments that we have together. Mary and Joseph, a young couple, engaged to be married. Mary dreamed of marriage, and yet her dreams were overtaken when a, an angel, the angel Gabriel, appeared to her and told her that she was going to do an incredible, unique task of giving birth to the Son of God, God's gift to the world. And incredibly, Mary said, yes to God. And Joseph, well, we know that he was a carpenter and his life was ordered and structured. That was his work. And yet a bombshell came into his life when he learned that Mary, his fiancée, was pregnant. What was he to do? Joseph was always doing the right thing. And in a dream, God spoke to him. Spoke to him and said, This is of me. Mary's child is not your child. He's the son of God. But you will act as a father to him. So take Mary to be your wife. And look after the child and Joseph did the right thing he believed God and he believed Mary incredible and the shepherds the shepherds were solitary men they lived in solitude outside of Bethlehem they watched over their flocks by day and by night then one night the angel of the Lord appeared to them and they were terrified I imagine you would be terrified I would be terrified of an angel appeared to them. But the angel said, Do not be afraid, for I bring you tidings of great joy. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Saviour, who is Christ the Lord. These solitary men believed the message of the angel, and they saw the host of heaven as heaven lit up in a great fanfare of welcome to the Christ child. And they went to Bethlehem, to a scene not unlike this, and they saw the babe lying in a manger. These shepherds looked after sheep, and they bred lambs, lambs for the temple in Jerusalem, which were sacrificed to atone for sin. And here they were looking at God's ultimate sacrifice, the Lamb of God who would take the sin of the world away. 
and the wise men. These exotic creatures who came from the east, came from Persia, were on a journey of discovery. They'd been prompted by God to go seeking for a king. When they arrived after many months of travel from Persia to Israel, they went to the palace of Herod, one of his many palaces in Jerusalem. Herod was paranoid. He would have no rivals for his kingship. And he inquired of them where the child was to be born, and the priests and the scribes, they told Herod that the child would be born in Bethlehem. And incredibly, after all the years of waiting, the indifference of these men, priests and scribes who knew the scriptures, why did they not go to Bethlehem to worship the newborn king? It's one of the great surprises in the Christmas story. But off the wise man journey, guided by a star, and when the star came over the place where Jesus lay, they came in and they offered him their gifts of gold and frankincense and a bird. This is a wonderful story. It's so simple and so profound. What does it mean for us at Christmas? Three things. One, it's all about the baby. It's all about the child who came to be our Lord and Saviour. God broke into our world. Every human barrier was broken down. In these last number of years, we've been thinking about the moon landings. And John Stotter, an Anglican pastor from London, made a comparison of the contrast between the, the going of men to the moon and the coming of God to earth in Christ. When men went to the moon in the 1960s and the 1970s, they took all the accoutrements of earth with them, oxygen, food, clothing, to survive in that alien environment. When God came to earth in Christ, Jesus left heaven behind. He left all the trappings of glory behind, and he came to be one of us. But in being one of us, he never lost himself. He never ceased to be God. God with us, Emmanuel. In Christ, God reaches out to us, breaking every barrier down. What prevents us from acknowledging who Jesus truly is? God with us, God for us. It's about the child, but it's also about families, isn't it? God was born into a human family, the family of Mary and Joseph, and when they returned to Nazareth later on in their lives, they raised a family. Jesus had brothers and he had sisters, as the scriptures tell us. Families are so important to God. They're God's way of us living together in family, in life. It's been very difficult this year for our families. People have been isolated. We haven't been able to see one another and to enjoy even Christmas together. But God would want us to look after our families, to care for people in our families, whether they are near or far, and to be family-focused, like Mary and Joseph, raising our children, looking after them, bringing them up in the fear and the love of the Lord. It's about families. The last thing that Christmas teaches us is about fear. 
We live with COVID and it's a fearful disease. It has killed many people in our land and it's made many people ill and it's disrupted all of our lives. The angel said to the shepherds, fear not. The angel Gabriel said to Mary, Mary, don't be afraid. The dream that Joseph had from God was that he should not fear to take Mary as his wife. In Christ God casts away our fears. It is my hope and prayer that as we celebrate this very different Christmas and as we go into this new year that we will not be paralyzed by fear but we will hear the message of the angels to fear not. When this child grew to be a man one of the things that he constantly said to people like you and like me is don't be afraid. He cares for us, he knows us, he loves us. In his hands we will be safe forever. Why fear? A very joyful Christmas to you and a new year filled with the hope and love of the Christ child, Jesus our Saviour. So we join together in a very appropriate hymn, Away in a Manger. the end of each section of prayers 
is Emmanuel God with us, we welcome you. Emmanuel God with us, we, we welcome you. So today on this special morning, amidst all of the challenge and frustration and chaos of our world of this year, we come together as the people of God to worship God. Not only in this church, across our diocese, but in communities the length and breadth of our land and around the world, we come once again to welcome Emmanuel, God with us, born in Bethlehem, into a human family, able to understand in human terms what it is like to live as one of us. How precious that is. And as we gather together, we know that it is a journey that begins at the crib. It journeys through the life of Jesus as he grows, as he begins his earthly ministry, teaching and showing, telling people and point them, pointing them towards God. The journey through the pain of the cross, to the joy of resurrection, to that heavenly place where he ascends, to show God's grace for us, to show how much God was willing to do for us, so that we by faith might come and respond and know him as Lord and Saviour, as the living God of our lives. And we pray that message would be clear in our churches at Christmas and at all times. We pray for the grace to know and to love God more deeply. Emmanuel, God with us, we welcome you. And as we celebrate God's coming to us as a human child, we bring before the living God the needs of our world, of our land, of our communities and our parishes. How challenging those needs are and continue to be. We are thankful for those who help and guide us through these difficult times. And so we pray for our government, the government in Northern Ireland and in the Republic of Ireland. We pray that as they meet and make decisions that always it will be for the betterment of all. We pray for the President in the Republic of Ireland and we pray for Queen Elizabeth in the United Kingdom and we pray for our communities, for those who work and give of themselves selflessly in our hospitals, in our nursing homes, in our care facilities, on-call doctors, carers and so many others. And so as we pray for the needs of our world, our land and our community, we pray, Emmanuel, God with us, we, we welcome, welcome you. And we pray for those who are spending this Christmas apart from those that they love. It is a wonderful gift to be able to spend time with family. But 
we are aware that there are many through the separation of geography, through the vulnerable ages, through fear, through lockdown, cannot spend time with those that they love at this Christmas time. So we pray for them. We pray for those in our hospitals, those who are housebound, those who are in our nursing homes. We pray for those who find this a difficult time of year with the stresses and pressures of Christmas time. We pray for those who are bereaved, for those who have lost someone this year or still carry the pain of that loss as they remember loved one at Christmas. We pray for those whose celebrations are tempered with sorrow or fear. And in a moment of personal prayer, we bring ourselves, our loved ones, those that we miss before the living God as we pray for So whatever we have prayed, whoever we have prayed for, whatever it is in our own life that we have brought by faith before God, it is always an act of faith to leave those prayers in God's hands as we pray, Emmanuel, God with us, we welcome you. Thank you, Heavenly Father, for the extraordinary love that you show for us in entering our world through the natural channel of and we ask, merciful Father, that you would accept these prayers for the sake of your Son, our Saviour, Jesus Christ. Amen. And we join together in the prayer that Jesus taught us as we pray, Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. Forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us, and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. As we turn our focus to the celebration of communion, we join together in the prayer of humble access. We do not presume to come to this your table, merciful Lord, trusting in your own righteousness, but in your manifold and great mercies. We are not worthy so much as to gather up the crumbs under your table, but you are the same Lord whose nature is always to have mercy. Grant us therefore, gracious Lord, so to eat the flesh of your dear Son, Jesus Christ, and to drink his blood, that our sinful bodies may be made clean by his body, and our souls washed through his most precious blood, and that we may evermore dwell in him, and he in us. We join together in our next hymn.
so as we come to share in communion, we use this seasonal liturgy. May the God of silent night be with you. May the God of herald angels be with you. Open your hearts to the one born in the little town of Bethlehem. May Emmanuel come to abide in our hearts. Join all believers in singing of our joy this day. May our voices blend with those of the angels and shepherds. And the prayer of thanksgiving. You crept into chaos so long ago, star shaper. So creation might be born, sheep gathering on hillsides, stars glittering in the night skies, seahorses frolicking in warm waters. Silently, you gathered up the dust, shaping us in your image as the Spirit breathed life into us. All the gifts of your heart were for us. We slammed the door of our hearts, saying there was no room for you in our lives. Prophets came time and time, scattering your clues throughout the story, but we were too busy enjoying the slights of hand done by sin and death. When you saw that we could not understand the mystery on our own, you sent Jesus to reveal everything to us. Leaving your side, God of holiness, your child came to walk with us through the cold street of our lives. Born in poverty shadows, he is the light which illuminates your heart for us, a heart that never ceased to care for us. As Jesus is placed in a feeding trough, layered with our fears and doubts, he breathes in your hope and lives your will. In your love and mercy, you freed us from the slavery of sin, giving your only begotten Son to become man, and to suffer death on the cross to redeem us, and to bring forth life for all who follow. On another night, different from this, we remember Jesus was betrayed, and that when he took bread, and when he had given thanks to you, he broke it, gave it to his disciples saying take eat this is my body which is given for you do this in remembrance of me after supper he took the cup and when he had given thanks to you he gave it to them saying drink this all of you for this is my blood of the new covenant which is shed for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins do this as often as you drink it in remembrance of day when we sing of the baby in the manger as the shadow of the cross is cast by the stars we proclaim that mystery called incarnation christ, christ is, is our light, light and we will join the angels in singing the good news christ is our life and we will join the disciples in telling the story christ, christ is our promise and we wait for the joy of his return as we join with the voices around us, we sing praises to you this Christmas. We look not, not to be afraid, for great joy is ours this day. We, we look, look for the signs of your presence, grace swaddled in hope, love wrapped around broken hearts. Glory to you, God in the highest heavens. May peace fill the lives of all your children.
Draw near with faith and receive the body of our Lord Jesus Christ given for you, his blood shed for you. Remember, he died for you, so feed on him in your hearts by faith and with thanksgiving. Feed on him in your hearts by faith and with thanksgiving. And so in this day above all days when we think of God coming for us to be our Saviour, we pray. God our Father, whose word has come among us, as the holy child of Bethlehem. May the light of faith illuminate our hearts and shine in our words and deeds. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Like the shepherds, like the wise men, we have a story to tell. So we pray together. Almighty God, we thank you for feeding us with the spiritual food of the body and blood of your Son, Jesus Christ. Through him we offer you our souls and bodies to be a living sacrifice. Send us out in the power of your spirit to live and work to your praise and glory. Amen. And so at this Christmas time, when we're gathered here in church and gathered in our homes, and scattered throughout the world, may the joy of the angels, may the wonder of the shepherds, may the acceptance of Mary and Joseph, may the adventure of the wise men, and may the peace of the Christ child be yours this Christmas time. And may the blessing of God Almighty, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit be with you and those whom you love this day and forevermore. Amen. And so as we go out to be God's people in the world around us, as we are sent by God, to be his light in all the places that we find ourselves. Let us go to be the gift and other needs, sharing God's blessing of love and grace, running to tell the story we heard from the shepherds. Let us go to be the comfort which can swaddle others, sharing Jesus' compassion with the poor and needy, welcoming the holiness offered by the most vulnerable that we meet. Let us go to kindle the lives around us, sharing the Spirit's peace with all the broken, learning the language of hope from the children in our midst. And as we go to be God's people, we go with joy in our hearts, singing our closing hymn, Joy to the world, the Lord has come.